Hi guys and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries podcast. My name is Shakira. I am the host of this podcast and also another podcast entitled Black History Moments if you want to check that out if you want to learn a little bit more about black history. However, the Carefree and Black Diaries podcast has a new episode every Tuesday at 9 a.m. so you can catch us here every single week talking about something new, something different, something fun. Again, my name is Shakira. I am a proud HBCU graduate. Um, We've been doing this podcast for over two years now, and this is season five. Now, if you are acclimated with how things run here, you know that we usually have our intro and then we have our carefree updates with some news about things that have been going on around the world. However, this episode is going to be a little bit different. We're not going to have any carefree updates because um, I recently recorded this episode with one of my best friends, Crystal Sheffield, and we just hopped into the topic of what we're going to be talking about this week, which is protect black women, period. No ifs, ands, buts, contingencies in place none of that just protect black women so that's what we're talking about here today i hope that you all enjoy this episode and also if you would prefer seeing us talk about this topic there's a link in the description of this podcast episode a youtube link with the video so if you want to watch it instead of just listening to it you can do that as well we have options here so here is a break from our sponsors and then we'll hop into our topic right after that Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to a new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries podcast. I have my lovely interview guest (laughs) here, Crystal Sheffield. Um, She's also going to be on another podcast episode, not sure if it's coming before or after this one, about the evolution of friendship, where we just talked about like our friendship through the years and gave y'all a few nuggets to carry (laughs) with your own friendships. So I, the inspiration behind this podcast episode came to me yesterday when Tory Lanez <laughs> dropped his new album mixtape. I don't know what it is, but it's it basically came from me like scrolling through Twitter, the mm-hmm. timeline and stuff, and people talking about like protect black women. Yeah. So and I I was confused yesterday because I saw so many people, black men who were at one point saying, you know, protect black women, protect black women, but then in the same breath, when he released his music, yeah. it was, well, we need to hear both sides. Like, we need to hear what he has to say, too. And then it came right after the Breonna Taylor announcement mm-hmm. where they weren't charging the cops for her murder. They were charging them for basically shooting into the wall and endangering her neighbors. So I wanted to talk about, like, this idea of protecting black women, like, what does that mean? Like, what does that look like? So, I guess starting out, like, for you, that whole statement, like, protect black women, like, for you, what does that entail? Like, what does that look like? Um, that means, like, how you speak on black women, 
how you treat black women when they are in the room, when they're not in the room. Um, I honestly feel like protect black women has become a trend. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of things, people just go with it because it's the topic. Everybody's saying protect black women. But are people really doing it? And um, when I think of protect black women, I think of that one story that was in the news when the black lady was saying that her neighbors were basically mm-hmm. leaving stuff on her porch, basically torturing her yeah. while she lived there. And that group of guys came and did night watch mm-hmm. over her home at night. Like, that is what I think protect black women or protect black women means. Like, mm-hmm. actually getting out into the community and vouching for us. Like, we're not saying, oh, go protest every day. But when you see that something is wrong, step up to the plate. It's been plenty of times where I would walk the street and men will say something disrespectful or something that I wouldn't like. Like, something that they wouldn't say to mm-hmm. their, their children, their daughters, their moms, yeah. nieces, whatever. The females in their lives. And other men will be around and you will not hear those other men say anything. It's crickets. It's like, you can say, hey, bro, that's not cool. Like, chill out. Like, don't say that. But men don't say anything. Mm -mm. So you can't be on this trend of protect black women and not protect black women yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to do your part, too. Right. Like, I I agree. I feel like a lot of it is for show. Mm -hmm. Like, just like the girl dad thing. Yeah, oh my goodness. Everybody was a girl dad. Girl dad. But now that Megan has gotten shot, it's let's hear both sides. Like, no, you cannot cannot have a daughter or imagine having a daughter and feel the way Megan or Megan's dad would feel. Mm -hmm. Like, you would be upset. You wouldn't even try to hear both sides of the story. What do I need to hear both sides for? You shot my daughter. Thank you. That's it. Point blank. Period. Right. There's nothing for us to discuss. There is no. Let's hear both sides. Yeah. Let's hear what he has to say too to justify it. So I just think it's crazy to me, and it's just like whenever I like dive into the thread, mm-hmm. like after they say something, it's like so many black men in the comments that are like, "Well, okay." So I saw a tweet where this girl she quoted Malcolm X when he was like, um, "The most disrespected mm-hmm. I didn't see that. person in America is the black woman," and it were like I went and clicked on it, and it was like so many black men in the comments like, "No, it's the black man. The black man is the most disrespected," and it's just like, do you realize by you undermining our experience, yeah. you're proving the point exactly? Like you're proving like you're what contributing you said. to. What, what we're saying or what other people are saying. Yeah. And I think that it's also important to note that, like, protect women and protect black women have to be, like, one and the same. Mm-hmm. And, and Because it's just, like, black men can do some things that black women don't even like. And it's just like, we are the same race. Like, and you're hurting me as yeah. a black woman. So, like, you can't even be out here saying protect women and not protect black, black women. women. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's that's like- something that drives me nuts. Like, they will disrespect black women to the core. Like, so disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Like, calling us out of our names and everything. Even going to the extreme of saying that, 
they don't want to date a black woman. Yeah, that breaks my heart every time I hear it. Especially because you're born from a black woman. From a black woman. Yeah. You have black aunts, black grandma, black like sisters. Like your family. Like you have grew up with all these women that help make you who you are. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't make you want to respect a black woman, I don't. I just don't understand. I I don't. I and I hate the. I hate that so many, and this is this isn't for like any black men listening to be like they're talking about all black men. We're yeah. not talking about all black men. You can stop that right there, like <laughs> because I know that's gonna come. We're not talking about all black men. We're right. not generalizing you, but we are speaking on what we see and what yeah. we experience. And just because we are sharing our experience with you, doesn't mean that you can undermine that. Mm-hmm. Like. It's our experience. We went through it. Right. So I really hate when so many black men like feed into the stereotypes associated with black women. Like they're loud, they're mean, they're Definitely, this, they're yeah. that. And it's just like, do you understand that you have stereotypes associated with you as well? And mm-hmm. we don't generalize y'all based off of those stereotypes. Like you have the stereotype of the angry black man yeah. or like the black man that you should be afraid of and we don't give you all those stereotypes like we know y'all yeah like and we love y'all but we don't get the same Mm -hmm. in return yeah it's just it's it's annoying it's annoying and it's also like they they say that black women are like loud and mean but it's how you look at things too Mm -hmm. like some black women who are loud and mean are just strong yeah like and that's just how they project it like they're not even loud. They're just speaking up for themselves. And they're not mean. They're just standing. They're literally just standing their ground. Yeah. Like, And people aren't used to that because, you know, like in old days, a lot of black women, even black men, they were just doing what they were told to do. But as time has changed, we have developed this sense of independency. And of course, like we're free now. We're not slaves anymore. So it's just like, we're able to be who we are mm-hmm. and also who we want to be. So if I desire to be a strong black woman, I'm going to speak up for myself. You could call it loud. I'm going to I'm going to tell you how it is. You could say that it's mean, yeah. but I'm not going to be now a slave to black men. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about it. It's almost like a double-edged sword because if you are strong and if you are independent and you mm-hmm. stand up for yourself, they say that that's a problem. Yeah. You act like you don't need a man. Yeah. But then if you're the opposite of that, it's like she's too needy. Mm-hmm. She need to have her own. So it's just like, what is the happy medium here for black women? It's one of those, it's really just one of those situations where men can't even explain it. And that's no excuse for them to still not protect <laughs> black women. Like there is just no excuse. I don't, I don't even understand like why these men aren't stepping up. Like, if you want me, if you want to be the person that I depend on, I need to feel as though, like, you can protect me. Mm-hmm. So, as a whole. Because it's just like, if you, if I feel like, how, how can I say this without it seeming like, if I feel like you as a man mm-hmm. can, like, protect or provide for me right like what is there for us to talk about like right what is there for me to submit to I guess that is kind of like that submission conversation that pops up every now and then like mm-hmm. black women don't want to submit to a black man 
but what am I submitting to? Right. Like, you haven't shown me anything. Like, you can't even take up for me. Right. Yeah. And I know, like, for my situation and my relationship, um, the area that we live in is a nice area, but there are people out there that are just, like, just loud and just, like, people that you would try to avoid on a right. daily basis. And I just feel like when you're in a relationship with a black man or whoever you're in a relationship with, you have to have that sense of security. So if you do decide to go out to the grocery store and you are second guessing whether your man is going to stand up and say like, or I'm not going to say he has to be like confrontational with them, but if he isn't going to say anything, that is just definitely something that you need to second think about it's a red flag for me yeah no definitely a red flag because you shouldn't be with anybody that cannot protect you if i if i feel like i'm in the grocery store and someone just disrespected me like called me out my name or something if i feel like i have to jump to my defense before you will like that's a problem yeah and i think another thing is just like oh we say protect black women but another note is protect your black woman too yeah, you have to protect your your black woman, mm-hmm. and that is that's just not your girlfriend, your fiance, your wife. That's also your mother, your grandmother, sister. your sister, your aunt. Yeah. And when I say protect them, I mean like by your words, mm-hmm. like make sure you're not saying anything hurtful. Mm-hmm. Like so that really just goes back to like black people need to do more uplifting within each other. Mm-hmm. So. And within our own communities. Mm-hmm. Did you see that tweet that time? It was like um, this guy, he was, I can't remember verbatim what he said, but it was something along the lines of like, um, this black B, but some, some, something, white women. And so a black woman like quoted the tweet and she was like, do you see the disconnect? Like you referred to black women as a black B, but then when you referred to white women, you said white women. So it's just like, and that happens every day. Like, mm-hmm. even in normal conversation, like, you'll have black men that will call black women out of their names, yeah. like, B-words. Um, but then, in the same breath, when they talk about another ethnicity, it's, like, women. So, we can't even get the decency of being referred to as women. Right, and I'm sitting here thinking, like, where where would that even stem from? That, like, you would want to refer to black women as that and not... As women, is it music? Is it music though? I mean, in a lot of songs they do. Yeah, but but it's it's not like in the song they're like these black bees. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. You know, they just say because they could be talking about anybody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, I don't even know where that stems from. Me either. I think a lot of it is self hate. I think a lot of it, a lot of men um, are not comfortable with themselves. Mm-hmm. They aren't comfortable in how they move throughout this world, like yeah. or how they're viewing. A lot of uncertainty, right? Yeah, within so themselves. They feel like, okay, well, let me project that onto Ugh. another person who is also disadvantaged. It's just so <laughs> disgusting. It is. Like, it's. I, I think about the Brianna Taylor situation a lot, and how people are responding to it. Like even black men, I've seen some disgusting tweets. People saying, "Oh, she shouldn't have been holding down her." Like, like we 
are in a race war. Like, you should not be saying anything that's not on the black side. Like, there's no room for being on the fence right now. No room. Like, we need you 100 or we don't need you to say nothing at all. Like, why would you even bring up the whole, like, protect her? Like, she was not able to protect herself that night. Like, uh, it was, it's so unfortunate. Yeah. But can you now at least protect her name while she's, aw- like, gone? It, I'm so glad that you brought that up because I've seen celebrities, I've seen influencers, black men specifically, mm-hmm. you know, find every excuse in the book yeah. to not defend her yeah. and her legacy. And it's just like so disheartening because it's like black women go to bat mm-hmm. for black men regardless. Exactly. We don't have the, you know, the whole story like... I'm not gonna worry about that. We don't have to know the whole story. We don't have to, you know, know the extra details. Yeah. It's just like, oh, somebody was murdered. Okay. We just don't go. Yeah. We're ready. So, but like, why isn't that energy reciprocated to us? And like, Charles Barkley, did you see the clip? Um, he was on like the NBA pregame the other night and he was just like, it's very unfortunate that this young woman lost her life, but. And it's just like, as soon as you say but... Yeah, you're not supposed to say but. Yeah, you just negated everything that you yeah, just you said. Yeah, you are not supposed to say but. Yeah, like, what if she was your daughter? Yeah. What if she was your mom? Like, and I think that's what makes the entire thing so sad for me. Because, like, she was, like, my age. Yeah. You know, like, that could have easily been me. Mm-hmm. I could have been with a boyfriend sleep in an apartment, been murdered. Right. And no justice yeah. being brought to my name. And it's just, it's so disheartening. And to see so many black men saying... Well, that's why you don't date drug dealers. And it's just like her ex boyfriend, like yeah. she wasn't even with him. Right. Like she was an EMT. Like And it's also ignorant because it's just like, why do you even feel to need to talk about that when that's not the situation? The situation is she was in her bed sleeping and was murdered. Yeah. Like not shot. She was shot and murdered. Murdered. Yeah. So why are you bring up all this other stuff? Like that stuff does not matter. Mm-mm. It's, it's, man, it's. Uh, that situation just makes yeah. me so mad. I'm sorry. Me too, me too. Uh, I'm sorry, but. It's because it, I think there's so much to unpack there. Mm-hmm. Like when you hear people talk about like her past mm-hmm. and like who she dated. First of all, who she dated has nothing to do with who she no, was that has person. nothing to do with her yeah. situation. And I told my mama yesterday because me and my mom have been talking about it a lot. And I was just like. That's like if something happened to me today mm-hmm. and someone brought up who I was talking to in high school and like, yeah. oh, well, she dated, da da da. And like, that, yeah. that, that has nothing to do with information. Me. Like, yeah. I'm like, what does that have to do with me? But we aren't allowed that same like opportunity for growth and development. Now, mm-hmm. you had a 17 year old white kid go and shoot people right. at a protest, mm-hmm. but he's just a kid. Yeah. He doesn't know any better. Yeah. But he's 17. Mm -hmm. When I was 17, I had never touched a gun. I had never picked up a gun. I never thought about going and shooting. And you definitely know what you're doing when you're at that. Like, you know what you're doing at, like, I would say at, like, six. Like, you know what you're doing. Probably before that, you know what you're doing. Like, you know right from wrong. So, he's just a kid. doesn't justify anything for me because... You're almost 18. You're mm-hmm. almost legal. So you're almost grown. Mm-hmm. So if you're just a kid, like, you need to speed up your growth <laughs> because you're about to be 18. 
Like, you knew how to load the gun. You knew how to shoot the gun. You knew how to carry the gun. Mm -hmm. Like, you took the gun to the protest. Kids don't do that. Tamir Rice was at a park. Right. Playing with a toy gun. And he didn't get that same... He's just a kid. You're right. You know, mm-hmm. like Trayvon Martin was, me and him were the same age when he was killed. Right. And he just went to the store to get Skittles and tea. What kids do. Right. Like, 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 that's what kids do. They walk to the store and he didn't get, he's just a kid. Right. So it's just like, we don't have that same space. And then black women deal with it from two sides because we're black and then we're women on mm-hmm. top of that. Definitely. So it's that intersectionality of the whole thing. But then when you try to point that out to, some black men, I'll say some. When you try to point that out to some black men, it's like, now we're in competition because you're telling me that you're more disadvantaged than I am. Yeah. And it's like, they don't recognize, like, you have male privilege. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you're still a man, and we live in a patriarchal society who yeah. values men over women. So you still have that advantage, mm-hmm. even though you're black. Yeah. And it's just like... <sighs> it's just... It's exhausting even trying to explain it to them, and I think that some men think that because so many laws have passed and so many things have changed that black men and black women are now equal, but that's that's not the case. Mm-mm. That's not the case. Not even by a long shot. Yeah, and it just takes more for black women to even... Like we have, I feel like we have to prove stuff all the time. Yes, it's exhausting. Like it's it's not fair. Like we have to prove stuff to ourselves for one. Mm-hmm. We have to prove stuff to white people and, and just other people. Yeah. But to feel like we have to prove stuff to black men, it's is just like, something that I feel like we should not have to do. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and maybe I'm looking at it wrong, but I feel like. Black men should be like home. Mm-hmm. Like I should be able to come to you. Yes. Outside of everything yes. I have to deal with at work, mm-hmm. at school, in the grocery store, at the gas station, and I should be able to come to you and you just feel like home. Right. I shouldn't have to come to you and feel like okay, I'm fighting a battle with you too. And it's like they, I feel like black men are kind of like, oh, show us why you're worthy. <sighs> like. Like, oh, if she acting like this, then we don't have to protect her. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, that's how she, that's what she wear. Like, we don't have to she protect her. It. Yeah, like. If she didn't want it, she would have wore something else. It's like, you can, I can be fully covered mm-hmm. with nothing but my eyes visible. Yeah. And still be subject to, you know, sexual Girl, assault, and sexual harassment. Listen, it, and it's so scary because it's just like, you're literally seeing my eyes. Yeah. And maybe my hair. Mm-hmm. And like, still. Still, you and I to. still need protection. Yeah, with just showing my eyes and my hair, <laughs> yeah. like it's terrible. It is, and it's just like I don't, I don't know, like what you can say. Some of them get it. Yeah, some of them get it. Like I saw some of them yesterday that were like, "Y'all are really embarrassing." Like yeah. I see what black women yeah. talk about. With this. Yeah, <laughs> like, and it's just like, thank you. Thank you for understanding, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, at the same time, maybe it's on y'all now to educate other black men or like hold them accountable because we've been Mm -hmm. doing it for decades at this point and I'm tired and I'm almost at a point where it's just like, if you don't get it, 
it's not for me to explain to you. I'm tired of explaining it to black men who don't get it. And also, because we mentioned this too before we started recording, black women. There are black yeah. women who to who succumb to patriarchal ideals and feel like, oh, well, Breonna Taylor shouldn't have dated a drug dealer. Yeah. Like, you sound like them. You yeah. sound real all lives matter yeah. right now. No, seriously, this is not the time. <laughs> yeah, this, this is not the time. time or the place to do that. No. And it's just like, you you do realize you're talking about a black woman. And like the same as you. A black woman. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's just what I don't understand the most. Like, I just don't understand how you can grow up in a home with someone. And sometimes, sometimes people are lucky enough to have their mom and their grandmother mm-hmm. in the home with them. And it's just like... If that doesn't make you want to just love and hug and support and protect the black woman, like, I can't even explain to you how to do it. Yeah. I can't. It's, I don't want to say it's something that can't be taught because maybe you can learn it, but it's like, it's either in you or it's not. The attorney general of Kentucky is not in him. Yeah. I don't know what kind of household he grew up in, but it's it's not in him. Yeah. Like I don't know what happened along the road on his journey, but it's just not in him to protect black women. It's not in him to value black women's lives. Mm-hmm. It's just not in him because if it was, he would have done everything possible. Yeah. In a hundred and something days earlier. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Then he did. So it's just like I don't know, and it's, it's sometimes I feel like we're like fighting an uphill battle all the time, like all the time. And I'm almost at a point where it's like, if I have kids one day, that's the only thing I'm worried about, like instilling yeah. in my sons the value of black women's yeah. lives. And because other than that, I can't teach. Yeah. Every black man, why we're worthy. I can't tell them. I can't inform them. Because if you just don't get it, that's your problem. Yeah. Not mine. It's it's sad because it starts in the home mm-hmm. that you grew up in. But also, kids spend eight hours a day at school. Yeah. And then... They don't have that many male teachers. Like, a lot of the teachers... like. I could probably count on my hand how many male teachers I had, and I think it was like three. Three? Maybe four. Did you have Mr. Lyles? I had Mr. Lyles. I had Mr. Mays. I had Mr. Scales, and I had Mr. Bird. Willie Williams? I didn't have him. I mean, I knew of him, but I didn't have him. Mr. G? Oh, I did have him. Okay, so. He coaches. Do you count them as like. I don't really count that because we didn't really do much in Well, Coach Ellis was like. I was young, though. I was really young. Like I'm talking like, like middle schoolish. Okay. I feel like we didn't have like the women definitely outweighed the men yeah. with teachers, but we had like a lot of like deans and yeah. like principals, mm-hmm. like male. But then I guess that could like mess up your thinking of like the power dynamics yeah. because if you have like a lot of male like deans Mm -hmm. and authority figures like over all of these women teachers Mm -hmm. you can kind of as a kid you can kind of feel like oh okay black men are supposed to be yeah up here and then you have the women teachers down here to teach the kids so I think yeah definitely like you said like um in the schools I think we were even 
we were even in a good position because when I talked to people that went to other schools, like they didn't even have as many as we had. Yeah. When it came to, and especially talking about black mm, yeah. teachers, like Ooh, that was yeah. good. that's a good point, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's we really had good point, right? Black teachers. I we had well, I had three white teachers in my entire like. I'm pretty sure I had who you had. Yeah, like Miss Jerby. Um, oh my god, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot about her. The science teacher, Mr. Bird. Yep, and um, the white guy. What was his name? Hmm. Was it Jacobs? He had like a shortcut. He was kind of like redhead. He taught a sport. I think it was like oh, child sport. First off, child. No, he was like a a math teacher though. He got in trouble one time because he threw a pen. You was talking about. I know who you're talking about. I forgot his name. I know who you're talking about. I, but I can't. It's just I, not, Yeah, it's, it's escaping me. But we had an advantage. Yeah. Just to be able to say that, like, our black teachers outweigh our white teachers. Mm-hmm. So, especially when you're talking about people in, like, the public school system. Yeah. Who have mostly white teachers and then mostly white female teachers. And I don't... I could be wrong, but I don't think... Um, I'm not going to say that because I'm not going to say that. That might, that might come back and bite me one day. Stay on the service. Yeah, that might come back and bite me one day. But, um, it, yeah, it's a lot to be said about, like, that. And also, it's important, I think, to make sure that your children are well-rounded. Like, mm-hmm. put them in extracurricular activities where they have black women and black male mm-hmm. figures to look up to. Like, you had Delta Gems. Yeah. I had the Zeta Arcanets, and we had different church. But things. also, like, even in sports, because I would say, like, if you're playing football, then you have, like, cheerleaders, you have, mm-hmm. like, water girls, you have, like, parents and fans. So you, like, everything in the human development process can play a role of how you grow up to be and how you treat people. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say that, I mean, maybe not so much elementary school, but definitely middle school is when black men need influential people in their yes. lives to guide them and let them know, like, hey, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how you change. This is how you should go about the situation. And even leading up into college, because in college, that's when everybody started getting, like, mentors or you would join a fraternity or an organization, like, uh, what is it, Big Brother, Little Brother? Yeah. So, like, even stuff like that can help black men realize, like, our black women are important. And, I mean, I know, like, a lot of people don't believe in participating in sports or yeah. organizations, but I think that it's something, like, that we should pay attention to and that we should try to do with our future kids. Oh, and, definitely. you know, like, I'm always telling you, like, it's certain things that you have to prepare for early, like, with females. And it, it really is the same for men, yeah. too. Like, even when they're young, you need to treat them like, of course, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, please, thank yeah. you. But also how to love a black woman. Yes. Like, love your mama. Like, yeah. love your grandma as a black man. Like, we, like Michelle Obama said, like, we raise our daughters mm-hmm. and we love our sons. Mm-hmm. And it, it's true. Yeah. Like, I have so many nieces and nephews. And mm-hmm. it's just like, I, being an aunt, I see the disconnect. Mm-hmm. Like, being an outside party, like, I see 
how they are parented differently. Yeah. The males, my nephews, as opposed to my nieces, like the nephews are giving more leniency, mm-hmm. like, okay, that was wrong, don't do it again, all right. Nieces, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. Don't ever do that. Da, 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 da. And it's just like, hold up. Right. His was worse. Right. Than what she did. Right. So you and I don't I don't even know where I read something. I just remember I read something. It was like a year ago, and it was talking about how maybe the disconnect came from there was a point in time where black males were being killed so often. Mm -hmm. They were being incarcerated at such high rates. They still are. Mm -hmm. But they were being incarcerated at such high rates, and they were being killed so much that black mothers Mm -hmm. felt like they needed to protect their sons like their mm-hmm. lives their literal lives mm-hmm. because you don't know if your son is gonna make it home right so love them mm-hmm. harder and so maybe that's where it stems from where mothers have this inherent like need to shelter their yeah. sons as opposed to their daughters because and also girls mature faster oh, yeah than boys. Way quicker than boys yeah. yeah so it's just like well i know she's good like mm-hmm. she's all right but him I need to be there for him. Right. But I I don't want to do that. I mean, I don't, I think it's, I think it's something that we won't know how it will be until we're in that situation because even still, people's kids are different. Mm -hmm. Like, someone's problematic child versus someone's, like, non-problematic child. Like, you don't have to be as hard on your child because your child isn't acting out in class or anything like that. So, it's one of those things where you just won't know until you get there. But I think that it's something that you should monitor. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely pay attention to things that your son is doing, how he's acting when he's around other other little boys. Because mm-hmm. at this point, they're still young. And also how they treat little girls. But it is also, like, one of those things how little boys are mean to little girls. Yeah. So maybe you can't look at it, like, that early. But even when your son gets a girlfriend, like, pay attention to how you treat mm-hmm. his girlfriend. Like, it's, it starts at home. It I'm does. saying it starts at home. It does. And I, I, I thought about something when you were talking. I kind of forgot it just that fast. But <laughs> <laughs> it was something about, like, how, how we tell them, like, Oh, he's being mean to you because he likes you. Oh, please. But, like, why? Like, and why is that okay? That's not okay. That's not okay. If I will tell my daughter, my my son's girl, no. No. When somebody likes you, they're going to be nice to you. They're going to make sure that they take full advantage mm-hmm. of them being in your life. And it's something that we're all going to experience. So many people have experienced it already. But it's just like... Men aren't supposed to... Well, in my opinion, men aren't supposed to be mean to females. No. You like, have to know how to communicate. Yeah. If you can verbally tell her that you... Hey, I like you mm-hmm. without, like... Being mean. Being mean. Doing like, dumb stuff. <laughs> ignoring my calls like, and text messages. Like, you don't have to do all that. You don't have to do... Oh, that means I like you. Why? You need to be able to communicate. And that even kind of goes back to what I said in the beginning when I was like... Even if you're in a relationship, you have to still protect the woman that you're in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Like, by doing all that, you're not protecting my feelings. Mm-hmm. So, it's just so much that falls under the umbrella of protection. Yeah. And black men and how black men treat black women, 
that it's a lot to unpack, a lot to unfold, a lot to figure out. I don't know if we will ever figure it out, but I just really hope that this Brianna Taylor situation brings light to like how men really think. Like we we know on a day-to-day basis things that men say on social media, but it's just like now men need to realize what other men are doing. Yeah. Like it can't just be like females calling men out every single time. Mm-hmm. We need rappers, we yeah. need actors, we need artists, like we need for men to start calling men out too. Mm-hmm. And holding them accountable. Yeah. Definitely. And another point I wanted to mention quickly, because I'm glad you went back to that, but it was about protecting black women. Also protect black women that you aren't necessarily attracted to. Mm-hmm. Because it's easy to say, yeah, I protect black women yeah. when I feel like you're cute. Yeah. Like, I feel yeah, like yeah. You're fine. yeah. But it's a whole other story when I'm not physically attracted to you mm-hmm. or I don't think you're cute to me. Like right. so like would you protect me if you saw me getting like no, like men wouldn't. I'm just I'm just thinking like if I was not attractive and I was walking down the street and some men were basically bullying me bullying me, men would probably just keep turning the other cheek. We've because, seen it yeah. in school. Mm-hmm. We've seen it in the clubs. Like oftentimes there are more women stepping in when yeah. something is happening yeah, to definitely. another woman. Like I have been in that situation like where I see something going on and it's like, hold up, like yeah. I don't have to know you yeah. to come to your defense because I'm a black woman too, so I get it. Mm-hmm. But it's, and then you can look around and see like black men like just like oh, yeah. yeah, not like not acting like nothing ever happened. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so the nugget here is to protect black women even if you aren't physically attracted to them or mentally or emotionally attracted to them and also figure out like how to hold your male counterparts accountable Mm -hmm. for what they say what they do when black women are around and when they aren't around because you also have to be a mouthpiece for us when we aren't in the room Mm -hmm. and that goes for like jobs Mm -hmm. like you can be a black male in a boardroom and you can stick up or speak highly. I was thinking highly. about, um, not to cut you off, but I was thinking about that episode of Girlfriends. Which one? When Joan kept trying to speak up in the board meeting and she kept getting cut off. Mm. Carl and William got into it and then finally <laughs> William stood up for her. I yeah. was like, That's yeah. it. That's a yeah. perfect example. Mm-hmm. Because you have to, like, there have been several times, especially grad school. I think grad school really, like, opened my eyes to it where you'll be like in a classroom or an environment like mm-hmm. that and you're you keep getting like spoken over yeah. and then sometimes it takes a black man to be like well let's hear what she here has to say mm-hmm. and then everybody else is like oh she was talking like yeah i, oh God, I didn't hear it undergrad too yeah. yeah so being able to be our mouthpiece when our voices are being diminished mm-hmm. Um, and when people aren't listening and also just sticking up to us and loving us even outside of like romantic relationships relationship. yes. Yes. Yeah. because it's not all about that mm-hmm. like to me I have friends like black male friends who I've been friends with for years and I love them mm-hmm. like I'll go to bed for them I do anything for them because I love you outside of our friendship like you're a black man like I love you and just like I love black women 
So having that same like love and not always just being like, oh, I like her romantically. So yeah, I'm going to protect her. I'm going to yeah. stick up for her because it's more to it than that. So you got any I'm last just, words? I'm just thinking like how it just really is unfortunate for black women, but it's unfortunate for black men too because until everyone, or maybe not everyone because it's impossible to get everyone, yeah. but until black men step up to the plate and do the simple things as protecting us, we'll never know how strong we can be as a race. Like, like we are to not be divided. Like, we can be so powerful. It's it's crazy to me the amount of creativity we have. Yeah. The amount of talent we have. Brains. Brains. We, black people are amazing. Amazing. But we can never be 100% if we're against each other. Mm-mm. And not to say that women need men and men need women, but some things we do need of each other. Yeah. And Barack would not be Barack without Michelle. And and it, and it just makes you a better person. Yeah. It doesn't say like, oh, you get some superpowers because right. you're nice. No, it just makes you a whole better person. Yeah. And in these times, we we just need better people. We need it badly, badly, because there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. And there's strength in numbers. Yeah. And there's strength in unity. Definitely. And we get further moving as a herd, like mm-hmm. moving as a collective as opposed to this group here, this group over here, yeah. or like select individuals. And now so. is the time to like not have any stragglers. Like black people, let's roll. Like <laughs> my crew, <laughs> let's go. Like, yeah. Now is the time where we we need each other. We do. We do desperately. And I think that that statement can scare a lot of people yeah. because they feel like, no, I don't need nobody else. Yeah, it's just it is people like that, yeah. too. It is people like that. But you get so much further when you have the help of other people. Mm-hmm. I had learned it the hard way, like, and I still catch myself sometimes where it's like, I can do it. It's okay. I don't need to ask for help. I can do it just because I don't, I don't really know where that came from. But it's just... No, it's okay to ask for help yeah. and it's okay to bring other people along with you mm-hmm. on your journey yeah. because what is the quote? It's like um a rising tide lifts all boats. Mm-hmm. So meaning if there's a tide coming or if there's a wave or a new movement, you get so much further, faster as a collective, as a group. As opposed to one little boat over here, mm-hmm. one little boat back there. Y'all like, all right. singing the same song, yeah, just different ways. Like no, like can we just get on the same tune? Mm-hmm. Like, so we gotta start doing that and stop trying to march to the beat of our own drums. Mm-hmm. Like that's okay sometimes, yeah. But as a collective, we really need to start thinking about the group, yeah, all of us together because it's just so much going on and. If these four years, these past four years haven't proved anything else to us is that there are still people out there mm-hmm. who wish that it was still like the 1800s. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Slavery days. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's it's just terrible that it's 2020 and we're living like this, but you have to just take the good and try to overlook the bad. But definitely, we don't need to be arguing with black men during these times. It's not the time. Yeah, it like and I think that's just like one thing that's like standing out the most. It's just y'all are trying to do all of this during all of this. Like 
Not right now. Yeah, not now. Not right now. We we aren't the enemy. Yeah. Like, we're not trying to fight each other. Mm-hmm. We need to be worried about these outside forces right. going on right now. Like, there are still four cops who are arrested. Right. But we arguing about why she got shot, who she was like, no. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's ridiculous. But hopefully, I hope that this podcast episode was of some help and hopefully eye-opening to black men and black women. Mm-hmm. Black men who can't understand yeah. <laughs> what we mean when we say protect black women mm-hmm. and also black women who subscribe to patriarchal standards of society mm-hmm. and feel like um, black women still need to live a certain kind of way yeah. in order to be protected. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully... So, any other nuggets you want to leave? Um, no, I think we pretty much touched yeah, on different aspects of protection. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. So, thank y'all for tuning in for a new podcast episode. Don't forget to stay black and carefree. And I'll see y'all next time in the next episode of <laughs> The Carefree and Black Diaries. Bye, guys. Bye guys. <laughs>